everybody got that, that image? We're going to get started. Um, all right, so I uh, just want to give you an update. Um, uh, we've got a number of folks here to, to give updates and answer questions. Um, we're working hard to keep the community safe uh, during the power outage. There's a number of things that we're working on. I'm going to just run you through some of them, and we'll be providing updates as we can. Um, the sort of top concerns are in addition to restoring power, which the mg &E folks will talk about in a minute, uh, our traffic safety and making sure that people stay cool in this heat. Okay, and then there's a number of other things that we're working on, but let me just run down those two things as the priority. Okay, so there's a number of our intersections that have lights that are running on generators right now, and we've got more generators on hand. We're working to site them. Uh, so we've got 12 intersections right now that are powered by generators. I have the list if anybody wants it. Yeah, but suffice it to say that we're working on keeping traffic moving safely downtown. If folks come across an intersection that is a lighted intersection where the power is out, we need them to treat it like it's a four-way stop, take turns, be safe, um, and make sure that you're just polite to other drivers on the road. Safety is our number one priority right now. Um, it's, uh, the other big concern is cooling. Uh, obviously, it's not a great thing to have a power outage coincide with one of the hottest days of the year. Uh, so we're encouraging people to really make sure that they are taking care of themselves, particularly downtown in buildings that may not have air conditioning right now. Um, so all of our libraries, including Central Library, are open and have power and air conditioning. Um, there are cooling centers throughout the community that are open. Uh, the water utility water wagon is down on State Street uh, from 11.30 to 2 p.m. They have water available for folks. Um, uh, so if folks are uh, in a situation where they're worried about heat, we encourage them to go to some place that has air conditioning, one of the cooling centers, or another public facility. Um, we do uh, have uh, some of our wells impacted by the power outage. Um, so people downtown may experience uh, lower water pressure than normal. We're working on that. Um, and I just want to remind folks, all of this is, uh, information is available from public health, but I want to remind folks about what you need to think about in the heat. All right? So you've got to stay cool, you've got to stay hydrated, and you've got to stay connected. Find air conditioning, cool places, limit your activity outdoor, um, and please don't sit in parked cars or leave children or pets in parked cars because they will heat up way too quickly. You need to stay hydrated. You need to drink more than usual. Don't wait until you're thirsty. Um, avoid alcohol and liquids containing a lot of sugar. Make sure family and pets are drinking enough water. You've got to stay connected. Be in tune with the media or social media for warnings and tips. Um, and please check on loved ones, friends, neighbors, uh, either face-to-face -face or via phone or social media. Just let's all take care of each other and make sure that everybody is staying cool. In particular, for the folks that are downtown and who live downtown, you may want to make plans now um, if the power outage lasts um, of what you're going to do overnight. Um, and it, just think about what your options are. Um, what I want to just briefly cover what we know happened, and then I'm going to turn it over to the folks uh, from MG&E and County Executive Parisi is here as well. Um, so uh, we had a, a fire at a substation. Um, our fire crews were on scene uh, very quickly and put the fire out. 
Um, we don't believe uh, that there's any continuing threat here at all. Um, uh, and we have folks uh, across the community working to protect vulnerable populations. So Salvation Army has a plan for families and single women uh, who are homeless in their shelter. And they're working with the YWCA. Uh, the Beacon uh, Day Center has moved folks to the library downtown. Um, the Cole Center is a cooling facility until 6 p.m. Um, we have sent, the city has sent non-essential personnel in our impacted facilities home for the day. Um, I believe the county and the state have done the same. Um, Metro is still running. Uh, obviously with traffic issues, they're on some delay, but they are still up and running and their call center is up again um, to take calls. And they have a temp working out of a temporary facility. Um, and we're gonna continue uh, to work on this and update folks. Uh, if people have, uh, wanna go find more information online, cityofmadison.com slash power outage. That's cityofmadison.com slash power outage is the website. Or uh, follow us at City of Madison on Twitter. Um, all right, so I'm going to hand it over to the folks from MGE, and then we'll have the fire chief and the county executive if they have anything. So I'm Jeff Fiedler, CEO of MGE, Jim Lorenz, Assistant Vice President of Electric Operations. Um, as the mayor said, we had a an explosion and a fire in a substation that's jointly owned by ATC, American Transmission Company, and MGE. After that initial explosion and while the fire was going, our equipment was functioning properly, which is why we had lights in the downtown area. We had to um, de-energize or turn off that equipment, feeding our distribution system so the fire department could come in and, and put out the fire. The fire has been put out. We are in doing damage assessment to understand how that system is properly functioning, if, it, if it's properly functioning, and when we can turn it on safely for customers. Once that damage assessment is done, we will have a better estimated time of restoration for customers. Um, and we would plan on bringing customers back in a um, systematic fashion as soon as we know that the system is safe for us to do so. All right. Chief? I'm Fire Chief Steve Davis. Uh, we received the, the call of this explosion event around 7.40 this morning. Um, we sent about 40 firefighters to the scene and, and really worked uh, cooperatively with our partners at MGE. Uh, one of the biggest concerns, obviously, is the rest of the substation was still under power and energized. And so it took us about 15 to 20 minutes um, working with, with their folks at MGE uh, to de energize that system. And um, we were able to go in and, and put the fire out that was actually burning within a few minutes. Uh, it took us probably five to seven minutes. Uh, we did use some firefighting foam because there was a lot of oil. Uh, is this equipment had some oil bath to it for cooling. Um, and so the, the firefight uh, went well. Um, we isolated uh, uh, fairly well and, and um, reduced the damage um, to the substation um, really well, in, in my opinion. So um, our investigators are on scene, still working with MG&E to kind of figure out what might have caused this, and, and um, we'll know more, I'm sure, in the coming days. Um, as, as, as you can imagine, this is kind of a large event for, for uh, MGE and ACT to, uh, to deal with. So they've got a lot of folks working in a lot of different areas. So. Okay. Can I exactly 
Sure. Um, the Emergency Operations Center has been activated and it will remain operational until um, for the duration of the event. Uh, like the city, we have, the county has sent home all non-essential personnel downtown. We lost power to and we're on backup generators. We have relocated the 911 center um, to its emergency backup um, location, um, but it is functioning. Um, I just want to you know, compliment everyone here, the fire department, MGE, and the city for doing a really, really good job of coordinating and getting on this um, as quickly as possible and keeping everyone informed. We have to answer any questions. Okay. So I just want to um, sum up for folks uh, what's really important here um, is to make sure that if you are driving downtown that you are just especially aware of safety. If you come across an intersection uh, where the light is not working, treat it as a four-way stop. Be safe, be smart. I want to emphasize that everybody should stay cool as much as possible in the extreme heat. Um, and if uh, you're moving around downtown, just be sure you plan extra time. Um, maybe uh, have a contingency plan of, of where you're going to go if you uh, can't make it downtown or can't stay downtown. Um, and uh, again, ask that folks take care of each other uh, and your neighbors just check on folks, particularly uh, with consideration for the heat. Um, we, are, uh, we have our emergency command center uh, up and running downstairs, and uh, we would expect to have an update for you uh, on all of this at 4 p.m. So we'll take a few questions if anybody has them. Maybe for Mr. Hebler, uh, do you have an estimate of, of how many people are, are without power at this point? If, if you could stand to the mic, please. Yes, I believe there are about 12,000 people who have been out of power. What kind of demand have you been experiencing in the last uh, three or four days, energy demands? And have you had to uh, network with other providers to, to make that happen? Yeah, no, what we've ex been experiencing, as you know, it, it's warm out, but this is traditional summer heat that we see, so we're prepared to serve this load, so we haven't seen anything unusual in the demand that we've had for energy. Um, so we do not believe this issue is anything to do with the, the heat that we're seeing um, we, this week. Are we expecting this to go overnight? Uh, any idea? We, we don't know at this point. That's what we're doing a damage assessment on, if our equipment is operational as we as it was uh, before we turned it off to fight the fire, we would expect to bring that, be able to bring that back up in a relatively short fashion, um, hours, not overnight for days. Can you talk about the, the incident near the coal center and what, whether that's related at all to what happened in Livingston? Yeah, so the incident at the coal center did not occur on our system. What I believe happened is uh, there was a piece of ATC uh, equipment that caught on fire um, a mechanic, so the, the two systems, the substation down uh, downtown and that system are transmission connected, so the transmission system is connected between those two. So um, I, I believe ATC is doing their assessment on that, and I don't know if ATC is anything they want to add at this point, but ATC is in the back of them. So they're doing their assessment. We've been working with them, uh, as we usually do, um, to understand what happened on the system. Is there any... Is there any sense at all whether the two incidents are related? Uh, we think because the transmission system is connected, there's, there's a, a possibility that they are related. We do believe it was a mechanical issue that occurred first at the um, substation downtown. What do you guys say to people who are without power at this time? 
Uh, we're saying uh, we are working actively to restore service as quickly as we can. Um, all the things the mayor just uh, said, uh, we understand that this is a, an, a relatively hot day for people, so be safe, um, take precautions as you need to, continue to monitor our social media and other media as we'll continue to provide updates and estimated time of restoration as we know more. Is there any other options if you cannot uh, resume that power source that was at, this, was at the hub of this? Do you have any other options to provide uh, power? We, we do have other options, and we're working on those contingencies now. Has this happened before at these substations or other stations in the system? Not that I'm aware of, no. You mentioned this first one, the substation, the second uh, fire. What, is, what kind of system is it, that? It's also at a, a different substation. It's a, it's a substation. Were there explosions at these substations? Uh, we believe there was an explosion at the downtown substation. Um, we don't know whether the fire caused the explosion or the explosion caused, caused the fire, and that's what we're assessing now. But there wasn't one at the campus? I'm not aware of one there, no. Can you talk about what the process of the damage assessment would be like? Um, it's sending our engineers and our crews into the substation itself, looking at the equipment, doing some tests on the equipment, and then working with ATC because um, they have to bring up their side of the transmission system before we can do our, our distribution system and then coordinating that um, restoration process. Were there any personnel? Uh, near where this occurred at that time, would there ordinarily be someone staffing? And are they okay? Did they observe anything? So, first off, there are no injuries. Um, we did not have employees um, in the substation. This is right by our general campus, so we have employees around there working in, in different areas. Um, I do not believe anyone was assigned to be working in that facility at the time of the incident, and I don't think anyone was in there. Any other questions? Jim, I don't know if you have other information than that. Okay. It's Jeff Keebler, K-E-E-B-L-E-R, just like the cookies. Yeah. There's a senior center downtown in Capital Lakes facility. The power is restored within a matter of hours. Yeah, so right now the senior center itself has power. Um, Capital Lakes, we are checking on along with a number of other facilities where we have vulnerable populations. Um, and these are, this is our priority in the hours going forward. Um, we're counting on our friends at MG&E to get us power back as soon as they can. Um, but if we are uh, looking into the evening or even uh, additional days, our top priority at the city is going to be making sure that vulnerable populations are taken care of um, and that critical infrastructure is operating. Um, and so that does mean that we're checking in with any place that we think has uh, young people, have seniors, uh, have folks that are likely to be without air conditioning in this heat. And um, we will look at if we need to open places for folks to go. Um, we've been in collectively in communication with the state and the governor's office. And they have offered support and resources if we need them. Um, so we will deploy what we need to deploy to take care of people. And on that note, Mayor, just for the county executive, can you specify a little bit more about the 911 center being relocated? And yeah. how do they We have an emergency backup emergency, uh, 911 center, and so we can relocate when, when the power goes down. So the, the equipment at the physical location is? No, it's the personnel. The personnel. Yeah. You don't need that equipment? No, no, we have a backup center. And what's the status of the jail? The jail? We, have, we do have power in the buildings with the generators, and so we're just doing what we can to you run fans, keep people cool um, during this time. Just one question about uh, local energy consumption. Is there any 
Is there anything you're telling people in, in terms of you know avoiding excess usage at this point, or is that necessary for, for so, people who currently do have power? Right. So this incident is isolated to our downtown network. Our other areas are working fine. So there's nothing that they need to do out of the normal normal course of of traditional conservation and energy efficiency that we'd require them or request them to do at this point in time. I would have to double check. Yep, so all of our critical systems have backups, right? So we've moved our police command center to the Midtown station. Um, we've, we're operating the emergency center out of this building. Um, so, you know, essentially all of our critical systems have places that we go, um, and we have multiple options of places that we go, um, depending on, you know, what's going on and where we've lost power or whatever else. So yeah, police operations normal, fire operations normal, and um, folks should not be concerned about that at all. Well, you know they're in a big snowmobile suit and it's hot out. So um, we we uh, have plans always in place during super hot and super cold uh, events. So we partner with Madison Metro and they had a cooling bus on scene for our folks um, within minutes, um, plenty of hydration and. And so we treat this like a cold event where, where if you can remember that 32 below zero uh, day in January where we just rotate a lot of crews through um, and, and we limit their workload time uh, to keep them fresh and, and somewhat refreshed. Mm -hmm. Any other questions? Okay, I just want to say again, uh, the website, cityofmadison.com slash power outage. Uh, and at City of Madison on Twitter. Um, we'll be pushing out updates on the website and social media as we can throughout the day. Um, and we expect to have uh, more information again. We'll be checking in around 4 p.m. Uh, for all of you. Be here. This location? Yeah, we'd, we'd expect to still be here. Okay, thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.